What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome aboard the National Football Show, your boy Dan Cilio. Good afternoon, everybody. Wow. I mean, I got to tell you, wow, 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 wow. The noise, the music, the time of the year. Here we are coming down to the final home stretch of the NFL season. And we got a lot to hit on here, man. We thank you guys for coming aboard each and every single day like you do. Let me say this to you here, man. Started out by hitting the like button. You guys have been destroying that. We can't thank you enough for doing that, man. You've made our show one of the fastest growing shows in sports on YouTube. So we can't thank you enough here. God, the news going around the Eagles and the naysayers and the doubters on this football team. Everybody from across the landscape that are covering the National Football League, everybody's do- now doing this. Okay, well, the Eagles, they really are not a fancy football team. And then you look up and you're like, funny, they're blowing teams out and they're scoring 30 points. Okay? I mean, it's incredible to hear people talking about this football team. So, again, like I say, thank you so much, everybody, for coming aboard. You guys are awesome lining up. Like you do. Hey, I want to start it out by doing this. Bottom of the hour, Merrill Lynch. Merrill Merrill Reese is going to join us, Merrill Lynch. Jesus, I was talking about stocks earlier today with my boy Harry Mays on the middle. But at the bottom of the hour, our friend Merrill Reese, the voice and the golden voice of the Eagles, will join us. And uh, we'll talk to him about this big turnaround as the Eagles now sit at 8-7. and Love you too, NZ Philly. Thank you for coming aboard here. As you guys know how we do this, We throw a couple topics off of you. Um, We go back and forth. I got a boatload of stuff to hit on, obviously, with Merrill coming on the program. We want to make sure we get him at the bottom of the hour, get his thoughts. But we always rely on you guys to bring some of the noise to the program here. So let's do this. Okay, here we are with two games left in the season. I don't know what your – thank you, Big Chris. Okay, Rasul Douglas Robinson yesterday, and now we started out with Merrill Lynch. I know, right? Oh, boy. Hey, hey, hey. CTE is a thing, as you can see now. CTE is a thing. All right. I don't know what your expectations were. (laughs) I can't. Thank you. I don't know what your expectations were at the beginning of the year for this team. But I'm going to throw some now at you with two games remaining. You sit at eight and seven now. Okay, you sit at eight and seven. Okay, <laughs> hey, Big Z just goes. Did I miss? You called Merrill 
Reese Merrill Lynch. Yes, you did. <laughs> uh, Rasul Robinson. Thank you. Right. <laughs> oh, my God. Two days in a row, man. Like I said, folks, CTE is a thing. Oh, man. Hey, deme- hey how about this? So is dementia. Thank you. <laughs> okay. Let me get to the topics. Hey, hey, man, as my good friends would say. Two games remaining in the Eagle season. Your expectations for the Eagle 2021 season, once it's concluded, make the playoffs, win a playoff game, have a 500 record. What would you be happy with? You know, I thought about this question this morning. We didn't really expand upon it when I was doing the middle with Harry, but what, what, what were your – take your expectations from the beginning of the year and now apply them here with two games remaining. See if they kind of, like, collide. Would this be a success – Dan – Took too many hits before the show. Well, I'm not sure what that means, but you could be correct on that one. <laughs> hey, you 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 could be correct on that one. That one, that one you're not that far off of. Anyway. Playoffs. Philly, Sheezy was saying six and seven wins to me. I that's what I thought at the beginning of the year. Chalk it up sports Philly says at this point. I'd be happy with a playoff game and ruin Dallas's year. Jeff says playoffs. Rashad says having a 500 record. Rookie quarterback and new coach. That's about all I can expect. Hey, Xander, put up Rashad's comments there because if you saw that at the beginning of the year and I said to you, having a 500 record, a rookie quarterback and new coach, and you had a better than 500 record or a 500 record, would you be happy with that in a rebuild? After you got rid of Wentz? After you got rid of Doug Peterson? Paul says, I thought we'd be 6-11. and 11. <laughs> Well, wow. NC Philly says, the fact that we're predicting to be 2-16 and 16 and having a football team over 500? Tyler, love you too, man. Thank you so much. Muhammad, absolutely. Rashad is right. We're playing with house money now. Ron says, I was expecting six to eight wins. It's all gravy from here now. I love that take. Ron, that's great. Dan, didn't you predict us to be nine and eight? I did. I did predict you to be nine and eight. At first, remember, no, no, no. Here's what happened. At first, I was thinking four to five wins. And after talking to Baldy in the offensive line and after talking to him about it, remember I went like this, I'll go nine wins. Nine wins. I said that at the beginning of the year. By the way, it wasn't looking very good at the beginning of the year either, right? Carl says 10 and 7. East Camden says, I thought it was a rebuilding season. It actually is. You got a new coach and a new quarterback. How do you don't? 
How do you not think? Trevor said, I said 2-15. and 15. People forgot that. Trevor, you're happy with the Eagle 2021 season, right? Raheem says, season already a success. This is all icing on the cake now. Paul says, I remember you calling it nine wins. Okay? By the way, some of you talked me into that. That this could be a surprise football team. Okay? And it has been. Would we not put the Eagles in the conversation as one of the biggest surprises in the NFL this year? Ken says, originally I was 4-12. and 12. Muhammad says, you can't imagine a new quarterback, a new coach, that that would result in a winning season. Trevor says, happy, sure. I just wanted Howie fired so I could be totally happy. Timothy says, yes. Chalk it up, Sports Philly says, people called me crazy for saying we can win 10 games. Well, you're on the cusp of doing that if you can close it out here. Ron says, Sirianni, coach of the year. He wins 10 games, gets in the postseason. He is the coach of the year. Eric says, what up, Big Sills? I was 9 or 10. Man, you guys had a lot of confidence in that offensive line because it had to be. Michael says, quite the turnaround. Chalk it up, sports. Philly says, call it blind faith if you want. Got to have it in sports, don't you? You got to believe what the coach is selling. You got to believe what the organization is selling. And what they were pimping was actually correct. Andrew says 10 wins would be a huge Christmas present. Here's for me. I, I'm, I'm, I'm with some of you out there. I don't need a playoff win. I think this football team is already a success. Frank says, I thought this team was an 8-9 to nine win team to begin with. So I'm not that surprised. I was not shocked at the slow start either. Takes time for a team to come together. Frank, you're right. Especially new coach, new quarterback, new system. But haven't you been surprised? Usually a new system. Take a look at the new coaches, okay? Look at, look at, look at, look at the things that are going on in New York with the Jets. Oh, Ken says, happy birthday. Two big seals this Saturday, I believe. Have fun, brother. Okay. Some people have been looking up the Wikipedia like I told you not to. Okay. Birthday's coming up. Yes, it is. Muhammad goes, we went from a Super Bowl playoff team two years ago to a losing season and back to the playoffs this year. That's pretty damn impressive. It is. Already looking forward to the postseason, says 2-1-5. Michael says, you actually said it on the middle show with Mace. All right, fair enough, man. By the way, Ken, thank you very much for that. We really appreciate it. I think this has been a success already. Now, having a 500 record for a new head coach. Hey, Jimmy Johnson went 1-15 in his first year. Bill Walsh had a losing season in his first year. Bill Parcells had a losing record in his first year. Mike Shanahan was fired with the Raiders with his first job. Bill Belichick was fired from his first job with Cleveland. People who have 500 or better records in the NFL their first year, it's un. What you're seeing Matt LaFleur do, okay, 
What you're seeing Matt LaFleur do in Green Bay is unprecedented. Won 36 games in three years. Come on, man. Dante, what's good? Your Eagles, man. Your Eagles. Dion says, I think Sirianni deserves more credit. I gave him the credit for the turnaround yesterday, Dion. I think this is his. Hey, the head coach is responsible, as John Madden says, for everything that's on that football team. The offense, the defense. Okay. Dan, a new year, a New Year's baby. Are you are you out with the old or in with the new? I like the new. My daughter says, Dad, don't be a dude that barks about get off my lawn guy. She's always constantly up, you know, upping my reference points, going, Dad, nobody cares about Joe Montana. Nobody even knows who Joe Montana is. They only know the state of Montana. Don't 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 talk about John Elway and Joe Montana. Okay. Right? Nobody wants to hear it, Sills. Dad, please. Okay? Talk about today. Patrick Mahomes, Josh Allen. Yeah, she's right in a way. This has been a success. All right. Now, this little nugget was dropped on us, and I think this also is going to tell you. Lawrence, appreciate you coming aboard. By the way, all the newbies, please hit the like button. We appreciate it. So this little nugget was dropped in us this morning when I was with Harry Mays on the middle. This is according to uh, Chris Mortensen. And I think this tells you a little bit where the Eagles are right now with Jalen Hurts. And I'm paraphrasing this. But according to reports, Chris Mortensen, after the Jets game, Gardner Minshew went into Nick Sirianni's office and said, what do I have to do to be the starter with the Eagles? And you know what Sirianni told him? Can't. It's over. We're committed to him. Won't happen. It won't happen. Then I guess Minshew went on the Chris Long podcast and started barking about, hey, I don't want to be a number two, which means probably the Eagles are going to move him in the offseason for a draft choice. And as a matter of fact, I don't know if I have a problem with that. I want my number two guy to be a guy who always wants to think that he can start. So I'm all right with that, as long as he's not making too much noise and I don't have to slap him around a little bit if I'm the head coach or the general manager. I, I, I can politely tell him to sit his ass down and shut the hell up, okay? I, I don't really have a problem with that, as long as he's not a nuisance. Now, he became a nuisance in Jacksonville, and that's why they moved him, because he was constantly going into Urban Meyer's office going, you're really going to start that guy over me. Yeah. Well, when you draft Trevor Lawrence and you give that kind of money and you have that kind of ability that's coming out of the draft, you're not going to start Gardner Minshew. Okay? Yeah, Timothy. Yeah, that's Chris Mortensen reporting that, not us. But I also think it tells you that the organization is committed, but to what level? Here's what I think with that report according to Chris Mortensen. And by the way, the people in Philadelphia deserve a little better because it's not being reported in any of the radio stations and really it's not been really barked about that Minshew went into the head coach's office, according to Chris Mortensen, and demanded that he have an opportunity to become the starter with the Eagles. It's not being reported enough. Okay? So what does that tell you when Sirianni says, not happening? 
I think they're committed to him. Now, to what level? To a Deshaun Watson level? To a potential Aaron Rodgers issue and level? Russell Wilson level? To me, I would do this. I would make Jalen Hurts my starting quarterback until otherwise given notice. I would go all in on Jalen Hurts. Now, if the opportunity comes and I get a shot to take three swings at getting Deshaun Watson or an Aaron Rodgers or Russell Wilson, I'm going to take my swings. Because, folks, this is not a rip, and I've been telling you this all year. I am not a guy who sits here and falls in love with a guy. I don't do that. If I can upgrade the coach, if I can upgrade the position, if I can upgrade especially the quarterback, okay, I'm going to do it. No matter who it is. This is not a shot. Chris says Jimmy G. Dude, Jimmy G, I'm finished with him. I thought he would be somebody maybe Pittsburgh would take a look at, but his availability is dog shit. It's dog shit. That guy's never available. He doesn't play 16-game seasons. He's always hurt. Now you see why they drafted Trey Lance. Guys, I mean, dude, you got to be available. I mean, you can't even show up to the building because you've got some injury again. I can't have it. That can't, yeah, that's right. Lawrence, Lawrence, it's it's a cold statement here, but watch this. I never trusted Jimmy G. You can't trust Jimmy G. Tordeville says Russell Wilson hasn't looked good, very good this year. No, he hasn't. But Carson Wentz didn't look good last year either. And Carson Wentz is going to throw for 35 touchdowns and have potentially an 11-win season. And plus, Russell Wilson was banged up this year. Guy missed a month of football. All right with him. I'm not writing him off going he sucks. Are you crazy? You think Russell Wilson, I'm not saying you do, but anybody who thinks Russell Wilson sucks because he had a bad year is out of their mind. That ability or lack of ability to run the ball in Seattle has been a major issue. Ever since they lost Marshawn Lynch, they've never been the same. Larry, Wentz is out, but haven't they changed the protocols? Isn't it five days? He may have a shot at getting back, you know, in the game for this weekend. They're playing the Raiders. They need – can you imagine that? Guys, I'm going to tell you this. That really aggravates me about this COVID protocol bullshit. Okay? I'm going to tell you. You get vaccinated and you have a booster. You'll ask me to take a cortisone shot in my knee or in my back or in my neck to go out and fucking play. But you're telling me you're going to sit me for the sniffles and I'm not even sick? That is complete bullshit. That is ridiculous. Ridiculous. You're canceling these bowl games? Kids aren't even sick. It's ridiculous. Unbelievable. 99% of the University of Miami Hurricanes are vaccinated with a booster. They're not going to play in the Sun Bowl because of, get this, 
You're not, you're not sick. You just have symptoms. Like a cold. Or like you have like aches. It's crazy. Absolute crazy. I looked it up on what the NFL is doing. That's why the NFL is trying to modify it as quick as they can. So you're going to take Wentz out of a potential playoff game against the Raiders this weekend and put some stiff from Texas in there to fuck the Colts season up. Wow. You talk about rigging the day. You know who's happy? Las Vegas. They're going to make a killing. Holy cow. Absolutely. Wentz being out will cost the Colts a playoff spot. And because of some bullshit protocol. Dude, that's ridiculous. Oh, hey. these And get this. You have the symptoms. Dude, that's crazy. The way that they're none of the, get this, none of these guys are sick. Ten of the Colts, get this, reported today, they're not sick. That they're symptomatic or whatever it is. <laughs> You're putting ten. Hey, you'll ask those same players to, here. Hey, go with me on this one. You'll ask those same ten players to take a quarter zone shot or play after a concussion. Do you know when you're a boxer, get, get me here. When you're a boxer, okay, when you're a boxer, they keep you out six months. When you're an NFL guy, you play within a week once you pass the protocols. We'll talk more about this, but let's get on to a happier note here. And I got to tell you, man, I am absolutely excited about this Philadelphia Eagle team. If you told me at the beginning of the year, you're sitting here telling me that this Eagle team would have turned this thing around, would have won six of the last eight ball games, okay? And they would be ready to rock and roll? Then guess what? No question about it. It's got to be one of the biggest turnarounds. All right, we're going to take a timeout. Then we're going to get to our friend Merrill Reese, the golden voice of the Eagles. Next, you keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, 
what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show's boy Dan What an absolutely great turnaround this football team has had. I mean, amazing the Eagles and what they've been able to do. Really, both sides of the football, too. I mean, you know, you could say all the things you want about how quirky and how kind of a little different maybe that Nick Sirianni's been. But you know one thing that we have been saying here? Gary Cobb says it, Seth Joyner says it. Everyone says it, that these players want to play for Nick Sirianni. And it's been an absolute great turnaround. Eight and seven with two to go now with an opportunity to win 10 ball games. Who would have thought that? And what could have been considered a rebuild at the beginning of the year. Let's bring our friend on here. And truly one of our friends here that has been watching this football team just this year, but the last 50 years when it comes to Eagle football. And hopefully you had a great holiday. And thank you for doing this, Merrill. Thanks for stepping in with us. I'm happy to be here, Dan. Always happy to be on with you. Thank you so much. Merrill, have you been surprised by the turnaround so far this year? Sure, I have been. I mean, going into the season, I was pretty optimistic because there are a lot of things I like about this team. And, of course, they got off to an amazing start routing the Falcons in Atlanta. But after that, they just they just went on a tailspin, and it looked like it was going to be a long, tough ride for this team when suddenly they turned it around. They got going, and they have won six of their last eight games, and here they are above the 500 mark for the first time since opening day. And you're right. Nick Sirianni has had a lot to do with it. Nick and his whole coaching staff, um, especially the most veteran coach on this team, and that is Jeff Stoutland. He is probably, I don't think, Dan, there is a better offensive line coach in the National Football League. I, in all of these 110 years or whatever I've been doing the games, I've never, I've never come across a better offensive line coach. I've been with some very good ones. Uh, under Andy Reid, Juan Castillo became a very good offensive line coach. But Jeff Statlin's right there with the best I've ever been around. 
Yeah, Alex Gibb and Hudson Hawk, those are some of the names in the NFL history that have been really outstanding offensive line coaches. But And Stoutland, of course, was at Alabama with Nick Saban building those offensive lines. He's just a tremendous guy. What side of the ball have you been more pleased with with their play? I'll tell you something. At the beginning of the year, a lot of my defensive friends like Seth Joyner and I are sitting there going, man, they're so predictable. But Jonathan Gannon has done a hell of a job on that side of the football. They're one of the top defenses over the last eight games. I mean, Merrill, they've really done an outstanding job against football teams, holding them to low points, second fewest yards given up. I mean, that's been a hell of a side of the ball, but the offense is starting to throw 30 points up. What side have you been the most impressed with? I, I think both. Uh, I think you have to take this all uh, to, to view this accurately. You have to say that early in the season, they played some very, very tough teams. I mean, they played Tampa Bay. They they had a tough schedule at that point and, and, and did not do well. But the back end of the schedule has been significantly more workable for them. And the competition hasn't been nearly as good. But you can't really measure it because... They haven't just been beating these bad teams with the exception of that one glitch a month ago against the Giants. They have been just annihilating bad teams and and inexperienced or below par quarterbacks. So they they but you can only play who you play. All you can do is play your schedule. And somebody said to Jonathan Gannon today about the fact that this defense, how does he feel about the fact that if you look statistically this defense in a lot of categories is top 10. And he said, really, to be very honest with you, I don't read a whole lot of that. The, the only stat that I care about is eight and seven, which is where they are right now. They went from two and five to eight and seven. And that tells you a lot. I would say this to you too, Merrill, that the Eagles have the remedy to frighten teams like that have the big player quarterbacks like Aaron Rodgers, Matthew Stafford, and Brady. And I'll tell you why. The things that you just said, if you could defend a run and you're the number one rushing attack in the NFL, that keeps the opposing quarterback on the sidelines. If they do get into the playoffs and run, they've got their fate in their own hands, obviously. They went out. It's in their hands. They're going to be a playoff team, and most likely they're going to end up being a team that's going to face one of those big-time quarterbacks. But don't you think they have the recipe to beat one of those high-powered teams because they can do the two things that we just mentioned? Well, they can. They they can. And and can they give them a game? I, I would hope so. I think one of the biggest improvements, one of the biggest things this year has been watching Jalen Hurts develop. Dan, people talk about his running ability. He's a great athlete. But I believe his arm talent is very much underestimated. He has plenty of arm. If he's a little bit underthrows somebody, everyone says, oh, the arm, the arm isn't strong enough. Well, you know as well as I that your average high school quarterback could loft the ball 50, 60 yards downfield. You measure arm strength with the velocity where you can deliver the ball on a rope on that 18 to 20 yard out pattern. And he can get it there in no time flat. He has plenty of arm. He's got to improve in reading the entire field. You know, in high school, they read a third in college, about a half in the NFL. You've got to read the whole field. And he's getting better and better at that. He makes the running game better because they have to account for one other guy who can, who can run the football. So that helps everybody. 
but he's dedicated. The players love him. He's got leadership. He's I think he's the total package. I think we are only seeing we are only seeing the beginning of Jalen Hurts. I think he has an extremely high ceiling. You know, I was you, you, you kind of buried the next question in on me. So I was going to ask you, do you think he's passed the audition to be the future of the team? And I'll tell you the, the, where, where that also puts the Eagles. And the last time I had you on, I'm going to bring it up again. You're going to be $50 million in salary cap space. You're going to have three first-rounders. Look at what you get to do with a guy who's now a Pro Bowl alternate. By the way, I think people are under – they're not giving that enough value that the guy yeah. is – He's going to go to the – because you know Rodgers and Brady aren't going. This guy's going to end up sure, going he's be to at the, the Pro Bowl. Bowl. Yeah, yeah, and believe me, he deserves it. He He's that good. He had one bad game against the Giants. But other than that, I mean, he leads the entire NFL in explosive plays this year. And also, he broke a record this year. He has the – he broke Michael Vick's record for a quarterback touchdowns. He's got 10 now. And he's got he's got a pretty good ratio of 16 touchdown passes to nine interceptions. So and, and three of them came in that one bad game against the Giants. But other than that, he has been he's really done well. And if you talk to him after a game and you ask him a question about himself, he'll only tell you after a loss, he'll say, um, I obviously didn't do enough. And he wants to know whether do you win or do you lose? That's it. He doesn't care about his own individual stats. But believe me, Dan, he is very, very special. And now you say, does he pass the audition? I think that's where you headed, were headed yep. for the for him to be the, the quarterback of the future. Well, he passes my audition. Unfortunately, I do not get a vote. But I, I can't imagine that the people who make those decisions Jeffrey Lurie, Howie Roseman, the personnel department, the coaching staff. I can't imagine that they can look at this guy week in and week out and not recognize the tremendous growth and the the potential for enormous growth. You know, you, you know, Merrill, I'm going to give you a story that Chris Mortensen uh, reported. And again, I think this goes into where you're going. And again, not to throw any shade at Gardner Minshew, but according to Chris Mortensen, after the Jets game, Minshew went into Nick Sirianni's office. This is all with Chris Mortensen, who I respect a lot, and I think we all do when it comes to his reporting and what he's done for the NFL. Mortensen said that he went in and asked Sirianni, what do I have to do to become the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles? And Sirianni said, won't happen. We're committed to him. He's our guy, and it's just not going to happen. We're going to put all of our – our resources and everything we can behind him. I think that tells you a little bit what the front office is thinking when you're telling a guy who had a pretty good game against the Jets and people were kind of clamoring around Philly going, hey, I wonder what the offense would look like with him in it, that he would make that statement. According to Chris Long's podcast, that was also conveyed again there with Minshew talking to Chris. So I think that, and again, not to throw shade on Gardner, I'm just saying I think it shows you the direction they're going with Jalen Hurts. Do you agree? Well, I believe that, and, and I believe Nick believes that. Uh, sometimes things change week to week in yep. this business. And this is a very big game against Washington to see how he comes off against them. I mean, Washington is coming off not just a bad game, but an embarrassing game on many fronts. Players in disharmony on the sideline, we all saw that. 
uh, a team that was just annihilated by Dallas. But keep in mind, their coach, and I know you know him too, Ron Rivera, great is coach. just, he's a tough guy, and he's a great, great coach. He's a friend of mine. He's going to have them playing. He, If it were another coach and that coach were halfway out the door, maybe they quit on him. There will not be any quit this week on the part of the Washington team. Ron, I guarantee Ron peeled the paint off the locker room wall this week talking to that team. So I think it's going to be a very tough game, and it's going to be the kind of game that a guy like Jalen Hurts loves to play in. He loves to play a game where so much is on the line. He's got poise. He's got poise. He's got passion. I think he's going to do well. But I don't think this is going to be a, a walk in the park by any stretch of the imagination. Absolutely. If people think that the Eagles could just throw their helmet on the field and think that the uh, Washington, like you said, led by Ron Rivera, um, Rivera is the only thing, Merrill, that's keeping that franchise afloat right now when it comes to showing up and playing ball games on weekends. Because, like you said, the character issue that he has is absolutely incredible. This is going to be a dogfight. It's an NFC East game. They're always close football games. That leads me to this. The impact of Miles Sanders being out will be what to this Eagle offense? Significant, but not fatal. Because they have depth in that running back department. Now, the good news is that Jordan Howard, who left with a stinger, according to Nick Sirianni, was doing well. And the he was optimistic about having Jordan Howard this week. He also has Boston Scott. Love that kid. Little number 35. He and I don't want to. I I don't want to give him that that kiss of death by uh, comparing him to a Hall of Famer. But but his style reminds you a little bit of Darren Sproles, where he kind of hides behind the big offensive lineman, and then all of a sudden explodes from a hole that nobody even knew was a hole. He's he's exciting and he's a good player. And they have a rookie Kenneth Gainwell, fourth round pick out of Memphis. He's good. He can run with the football. He can catch the football. He's good. Uh, they also have Jason Huntley on the practice squad. So I would think if Miles is down for this week, they elevate Huntley as the third running back, and he's a guy with a lot of speed. But as long as you have Boston Scott and you have Jordan Howard out there, they can cope without Miles for a while. Miles is, a, Miles is an exceptional back. But he's the kind of guy who he'll pick up four yards, three yards, four yards, and then 36 yards. He reminds you of some of those backs like an Emmett Smith, who just when you get a little bit sleepy and you think he has, you have him, you end up looking at the back of his shirt walking into the end zone. I used to say this about Emmett all the time, Merrill. I'm like, you never saw him break away like um... – like uh, Barry Sanders, you'd see this, eight yards, 10 yards, nine yards. Then you'd look up, 28 carries, yeah. 156 yards. And you're like, where the hell did that come yeah. from? This guy's got 156 on the yeah. ground here. I want to throw this at you too here, okay? With all the expectations, or maybe not many expectations at the beginning of the year, because you could have looked at it as a retool, a rebuild, a refit, what have you. When you look at this 2021 season, at the end of the year, with two games remaining, Will you, will you feel good about the 2021 season if they make the playoffs, win a playoff game, or a winning record? Do you think that this has been a successful season already, or do one of those three things have to happen for it to be a successful year? Dan, they were 4-11-1 and one 
at the end of last season. <laughs> they said goodbye to a popular coach. They said goodbye to a quarterback who wanted to leave. And they they brought in their second-round draft choice and let him play. They brought in a coach who had never been a head coach before and a young staff. I think their average age is 17 and a half. They brought in this young staff. And you know what? The worst they can be, the worst they can be is eight and nine this season. To me, and I and I still think they're gonna they're gonna win at least one of these last two games. But if if eight wins is it for this season, if you want to be realistic and honest, it is still a successful season. Now, the players can't think like that. The players have to think that next Sunday is do or die. Next Sunday is the most important game they've ever played in. And for some of them, it is. But they they can't puff out their chest and say, you know what? You know, once upon a time, I'm going back to the, the 2004 NFC Championship game that launched them into the Super Bowl. I remember Jim Mora was the coach of the Falcons, and they had exceeded expectations and he made a statement and what the minute i heard the this out of his mouth i said "Uh oh they're in trouble he said we're playing with house money you know what in the national football league there is no house money when you're in a particular position you have to put everything into it and if you win you succeed and if you lose there is a sinking horrible feeling and that's how every guy has to treat this. No house money. They have an opportunity to nail down a playoff spot. If a couple of things happen, they can even nail down the playoff spot this Sunday. So uh, get into the playoffs, and it's a phenomenal season. But to be detached from all of that cheering and emotion and just look at it clinically and honestly, regardless of what happens, this is a pretty good turnaround. Finally here. There were two moments this year that I wonder if you think that this is maybe the identity of the football team and how this thing got turned around. Early in the year, I can't remember the game, Merrill. Fletcher Cox and Jonathan Ganning had a back and forth, and it was like, well, we're just a little confused right now. We're not on the same page. And then there was another scene where you saw Nick Sirianni getting into Jalen Hurts' ass. You even saw it a little bit about – you know, him confronting him about being reckless in this giant game just recently here. And yet that was you know in the what? Washington game and in the Washington game. And yet all of that kind of galvanized that group instead of and I asked your partner, um, Mike Quick, this he goes Eagles a year ago could never win a game like that being down 10 points and somebody hollering at the quarterback who was here he would have melted in a frying pan. That wouldn't have happened. Do you think that that's been one of the major differences? And no shade on Doug. I'm not throwing any shade on anybody, but maybe just a new voice, Merrill, that the players, Gannon got together. Um, the head coach is with the quarterback. They're going back and forth. They built the relationship. It just seems to be everybody's in the same boat rowing in the same direction this year compared to a year ago. Is that fair? Well, I, I don't know that it's fair, completely fair to Doug. Because I think Doug was a pretty in-your-face, tough quarter, uh, coach. And, and I think it is fair to say that Jalen Hurts was asked about that after the, the game, after that Washington game. And he said, I want to be coached hard. He told that to Nick Sirianni. He is a coach's kid. He said, I, I'm used to having my father, the coach, in my face. He said, and that's what I want. I want to be coached hard. Now, I'm not naming any other names. 
But there was another quarterback once upon a time who, when anything was thrown at him like that, might just saunter over to the the bench and put a towel on his head or look down. Uh, you had to be pretty careful. It was you know, quarterbacks could not have thin skin, and and this one doesn't. This one, this one just picks himself up, dusts himself off, and doesn't make the same mistake again. And if he does, as he did this week with a fumble against the Giants, he just put it behind him, and and he's got great demeanor. He's got great poise. He has a short memory. He just forgets and moves on. But I also think. Uh, Doug was a terrific coach, and I and, and if I may throw in a plug, I I think if Jacksonville is smart, they will beg Doug Peterson to come coach Trevor Lawrence, and he can make him the kind of quarterback that you expected him to be. Absolutely, either there or Vegas with um with Derek Carr. Could you imagine him with Derek Carr in Vegas with that team too? He got an experienced quarterback. By the way, I've learned one thing talking to folks in Philadelphia. I'm not allowed to bring up that previous quarterback's name. So what I've now I've now dubbed him, I've called him Fredo Wentz. You're nothing to me. When my mother comes to the house, I want to know in advance so I won't be there. That's a scene from The Godfather, Merrill. So I'm, I'm, I've been told to call him Fredo Wentz from now on. So I leave it at that. We drop the mic and I thank you very much for coming aboard. Listen, listen, I only wish him success. Uh, he's a good person. I hope he does well. But I will only say that that, that right now, Jalen Hurts looks like the right quarterback for this team. And uh, if not this year, believe me, he's going to bounce back and he's going to take them. He, he they, they will be a contender next year. They'll be a real contender. The fact that they've gone this far, if they get to the playoffs, it's a great learning experience for this team. They're not a Super Bowl team. I mean, you'd, you'd have to really hit the lottery for this team to – to get through three playoff teams and end up in Las Vegas. That that's that's a real long shot. But if this team can just get to the playoffs and get the experience of going into a playoff game, it will help them in the future. But I will tell you this, if they continue to show patience with Jalen Hurts and watch this team build. Listen, why would you want to you talked about the three first round draft choices. Isn't it good that yeah. you don't have to use it to go out and get another quarterback. I would tra- that's early. Maybe I'm sure you'll have me on in the spring, but I would trade two of those first round picks and move into the top ten and take the best defensive player available. I mean, I love Aiden Hutchinson like everybody else, but I think he'll be gone after the first pick. But but get another good player. Get a Kyle Hamilton, a safety from Notre Dame. Get uh, the or that other- kid Thibodeau. That kid Thibodeau from Oregon. Thibodeau's another one who was riding high for a while. He's another great one. And, and Debo, the, the other pass rusher from Michigan. Uh, you know, there, there's a lot of good ones out there. There's the defensive tackle from Georgia who is yes, you. Jordan Davis. Yeah, he's he's something too. So there's a bunch of them out there. So don't, don't even think about a quarterback. And don't even think about taking three first-round draft choices and drafting for Russell Wilson or trying to get, uh, you know, Aaron Rodgers. Forget all of that stuff. Work with what you have and build that defense. I just dropped the mic. That's Merrill Merrill Reese. I appreciate it, brother. Happy holiday. Have a great new year, and thank you so much. And by the way, spring, I doubt it. We'll be on sooner than that. Thank you so much, Merrill. (laughs) 
Thank you, Dan. Always fun being on with you. You bet. That is our friend Merrill Reese there. Yes. Oh, by the way, put your money on him, too. You know, you could go to Merrill Lynch and have Merrill Reese. Thank you. Go leave that on to me. By the way, guys, please hit the like button. He's just awesome. By the way, man, I love how he subtly throws shade, but not really on Wentz. It was great, man. A nice way of getting punched in the back of the head. Pretty cool stuff. All right. We'll continue. We'll get to your thoughts about the mic drop there, man. He says he's all in on Hurts. Mel Reese is all in on Hurts. You keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job, a personal injury from someone else's negligence, turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resorts. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show, your boy Big Snow. 
Mel Reese is completely sold on Jalen Hurts, man. There is no denying that. <laughs> There's no getting around it. Loves his demeanor, loves his leadership, loves the way he controls himself, loves the way he handles criticism. I mean, this guy is a prototype. How about this? Is this guy a 2.0 a Dak? I think Dak is a great franchise quarterback for Dallas. Guy says the right things, does the right things. League's got great respect for him. People in the league like him. Coaches around the league respect him. Hasn't Jalen Hurts started building that kind of equity with the league now? Look at his journey. Look at his story. Some are saying, how about the price tag? Oh, my God. You only owe that guy for the next three years, 3.2 million bucks. Bro, that's a get over. And you don't have to pay that guy 25 million bucks? Holy shit, is that getting over? This is how dynasty... I'm going to tell you one more time. This is how dynasties are built. Ariel, give Jalen time to build. Why start over? Here, Ariel, think of this. What were the two common denominators between the Patriots and Seattle over the last 10 years? For the Patriots, it was 20. What was it? You didn't have to pay Brady for five years. Look at what New England had in their hand for five fucking years. Brady was a sixth rounder. You weren't paying him big money in New England. As a matter of fact, he was never the highest paid player in the league at any time in his career in New England. That's right. He was the quarterback. Think of that. Five, and look what they had in Seattle. You had a third rounder. He was making less than what Jalen was making. Tavares Jackson made more than him for the first three years that Russell Wilson was in Seattle. Do you know that when Russell Wilson brought a team to the NFC Championship game, Tavares Jackson made more money than Russell Wilson? How crazy is that? And he wasn't even the starter. You're able to build your defense. You're able to build your O-line. More importantly, you're able to build the depth on your team. Big Chris. Hurts is a second rounder. Lee says run the ball is code. For I hate Jalen Hurts. To, to, to me, I, I Lee, run the ball? I think that's a great thing. Mark says this. 11 draft picks, a cheap QB, if it's done right, you could be on top of the NFC in a year or two. Hey, Mark, I said this flat out that I think that the Eagles are going to be a better roster and a better team than the Cowboys in 2023. Guys, refresh the newbies that are here with us right now and tell them, 2023, the Eagles are going to be better than the Cowboys as a roster complete from top to bottom because of what's happening right now if you're doing it correctly. Okay, if this thing's done right, Mark, you're right. If it's done right, 
okay? If it's done right. Let me throw this at you here. So Jalen Hurts, if he plays these next two years on track, okay? 31-25 in passing yards. 880 yards rushing with 10 touchdowns. 17 TDs to 10 picks. 61-1 completion percentage. I'd like to have that higher. 87 QBR. And potentially you win 10 ball games. That's a and like I said, 800. You have to add the 850 or 880 yards rushing into the dynamic too, with the 10 touchdowns rushing. This guy could be responsible for 30 touchdowns. <laughs> it's pretty great, man. What's he averaging? 52, 9, 53 yards a game rushing. Pretty impressive. That's why he's a Pro Bowl alternate right now. Okay, right? Rashad says the Eagles might be in the Super Bowl in 2023. Absolutely. How about this? If you're not a Super Bowl contender, something went sideways fast. Fly says offense needs more chemistry. Defense needs more talent. As rusher. Work in the linebacking core. And to me, I think you need a free or strong safety. And I'd like to have another corner on the other side. Here, here Here's what I would like to do free agent-wise. Free agency will happen before the draft, okay? Steven says, if he can get to 65 completion percentage and 4,000 passing yards, we can live with that. Steven, that's what you're going for there. Because, Steven, right, you're adding in the 850 rushing yards and the 10 touchdowns because that'll be a common denominator added into the stats when you're evaluating them. Okay? Right. Too many drops this year. Right, man. Hey, Dallas Goddard, I know you guys love him. May I, may I be critical here? Guys, catch the ball more, kid. Catch the ball more. Man, dude, every time I see him hit his hand, sometimes they're like bricks. Do me a favor, okay? Catch the ball more. He looks like he could be very good. I don't know. Catch the fucking ball, kid. He aggravates me. By the way, I just was reminded, please hit the like button. Thank you. Guys, especially a lot of new guys coming on here today. Williams says 11-4 and NFL, NFC East. Bro, let me tell you something, man. I think this Eagle team got a chance. Big Chris has got her goofing off, not focused. I hate that. Thank God he's not a surgeon. Open heart surgery. This guy's goofing off, not focused. Fuck that. I don't need a jughead in there. I need a guy who's focused and wants to win all the time. You know, say what you want about Gronkowski, how goofy he is off the field. That guy's focused on the field all the time. He's a gamer. I don't care if you're a goofball off the field, but when you're on the field, you have to be hyper and laser focused. Why do you think he's one of Brady's number one guys for all time? Why do you think he wanted him there as a security blanket? Catch the ball, goofball. Honestly, man. Got to have people who are completely focused. How many times you said there was a play against the Giants? Open in the flat. He gets the ball to him. 
Nobody's in front of him. He has open field and he drops it. I'm like this. That would have been a 15-yard gain for him. Zach Ertz catches that. And, of course, if somebody would have thrown a shoe in front of him, he would have fell. That's the one thing I say about Zach Ertz. I know you guys love him. Throw him the ball. He ain't going far past that throw. That guy's yards after catch was pathetic. That's why he was never in the conversation with Travis Kelsey or Gronkowski because he wasn't a playmaking guy like that that was going to do a breakaway like Kelsey was or Gronkowski up the seam. Okay, he's a good player. I'm not, I'm not pissing on that. Big Sills, watch the video of Goddard getting KO'd in a bar fight. Oh, my. Wait a minute. He got his ass kicked and it's on film. Not a good thing. Oh, <laughs> uh, I, I will. So, wait a minute. Dallas Goddard has it on film that he had his ass kicked in a bar fight? All right, I'm out. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait. All right, I'm sorry. Hey, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm sorry, I'm going to have to, like, I'm going to have to gather myself. B, B. Lizzle says it's a, bro, there is no such thing as a sucker punch. You have to be always ready for somebody to throw hands at you. There's no such thing as a sucker punch. Okay, you're in a bar, and somebody's, hey, somebody's always drinking a can of Courage. Somebody's always sitting there with that can of courage, and he's always going to come up and test you. That's why when you wear the heavyweight championship of the world around your belt like Big Sills does, and he's never given it up, I'm 168-0. Oh, God. Here it goes here. I'm a little dizzy now. <laughs> Hang on, I'm wobbling here. Wait, I got to gather myself. I, I, I have to gather. I don't even know what the fuck I'm talking about now. Hey, 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 hold on. Let's take a time out here. Please hit the like button. I'll gather myself. I, I, I don't know if I'm a fan of Dallas Goddard anymore. I'll, I'll have to reevaluate that in the timeout. Okay? I'm gonna, I may have to call him K.O. Goddard. Okay, hang on for a sec. We'll, we'll be right back. You keep it here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. 
The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back, National Football Show. Dallas Goddard got hurt. He got hit so hard in the eye, it blackened my eyes. So I'm sorry, I have to I have to cover my eye here. <laughs> hold, hold on for a second. That guy got hit in the face so hard. My fucking eye hurts. <laughs> Welcome to the national football show hour number two here sorry hey wait my eyes killing me after watching that video holy cow man dude that's on film for eternity too you know they say it's on the internet dallas getting knocked out like that hey 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 <laughs> hey muhammad hang on here hold on here <laughs> my dad called it nyquil oh, hold on here man my ass. Uh, my eye hurts. <laughs> My eye hurts watching that thing. Holy cow. Should we call him sleepy? <laughs> oh, my God. There's no way I could root for a guy like that that got knocked out. The light. There's no fucking way I could root for a guy that got knocked out like that. No way. Hey, I, let's just say this. You guys bring him up. I'll give him kudos. But Man, you get put to sleep like that talking shit to somebody. Somebody went, it's a sucker punch. Dude, there's no such thing as sucker punches and bars. No such thing. Because you know there's Henry Hero in there, right? Henry Hero, I always get this. Watch this. Here's what I get. So you're like, uh, Dan Sill, you're one of them strong guys, right? No, dude, I, I'm lifting beer bottles. Now, I know this guy's getting ready to throw hands on me. And the reason that Big Sills is the heavyweight champion of the world, 168-0, and I continually to wear the belt around my waist, even though the waist has gotten bigger. I'm always prepared for idiots like that. Okay? Well, you know, back in high school, 
I was really a great player. And I'm like, I'm sure you were probably what all, all area. Right. Oh, and let me guess a catastrophic knee injury fucked you over. Yeah. How'd you know? I don't know. <laughs> Same story. Right. Well, you know, you know, I was really a, me, me and Al Bundy, man, we ran the room. We ran it. And there's always one guy that wants to throw hands in the room. Then you got to put him to sleep. And then the rest of his little buddies, this is what you do, is you bark at him and you go, and you take a scene. Here, here. And you take a scene from Unforgiven. Any other you motherfuckers want to come and mess with me? I'll come back and kill every one of you sons of bitches. <laughs> Seals got you a God or Jersey. Yeah, okay. Man. Well, embarrassing. <laughs> Holy shit, man. Utterly. It wobbled me. I won't lie to you. It wobbled me. Jesus, criminy. Hey, wait a minute. That guy hit him so hard. That guy has bad hands now. Oh, hey, what was worse? Watching Ian Book. Oh, by the way, Ian Book last night. I thought I was watching the no-name Miami Dolphin defense last night. Okay? I thought, really, I thought I was watching, like, Manny Fernandez and Nick Bonacani last night. How many times did he go down? Eight. Then again, it's Notre Dame quarterback. So, you know me, I was rooting that shit on. Hit that guy. Hit him late. Drive him into the ground. Knock him on his ass. Referees aren't going to be kind to that kid. He's going to have to. Welcome to the NFL, kid. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Soprano. <laughs> right? Like in, like in season six, getting knocked out. Holy cow. Yeah. <laughs> Guy would. I know he's a young coach, but I put the lack of discipline on Sirianni. How often do you see? Less talented guys acting a fool in New England. Hey, man, the football team right now, I think Nick Sirianni's doing a heck of a job with his football team. I do. Noodle says this. That's why he gets all the, the yak. He can take a hell of a hit. I guess so, man. He's better than anything Zach Ertz ever was. Zach Ertz, man, he just does not. Watch this. Throw him the ball. That's where he lives. That's where that guy lives. He's not getting any more positive yard. I watched him in Arizona, and I'm like this. Does that guy ever break away with anything? He's got good hands. Can't block worth shit. And he, he just doesn't get yards after the catch. I don't know. I just I, – I, I, I look at him, and I'm like, I don't know. No, Chris, Zach Gertz couldn't block. Who got punched in the eye? No, we were playing the video of Dallas Goddard getting destroyed. <laughs> Jesus Gravity. Undefeated, my friends. Always be prepared for a toolbox to come up and challenge the king. There's a reason they drink courage. Okay? Guys will go and drink their courage and come up. Hey, you know, man, I used to be this guy and I could take your ass. Yeah, I know you can, guy. Sit down before I put you down. What do you mean, sit down before I put you down? Son, I'll tell you what. You'll think you're in an animal shelter when I'm done with you, <laughs> okay? I'm going to euthanize your ass if you're not careful. 
I was terrible back in the day. Okay. Oh, I was terrible. Dude, I'm going to euthanize your ass in a minute. <laughs> All right, man. Let's continue here. Washington, don't let that game jump on you, man. Yeah, hey, Lawrence. Oh, he was terrible. Guy, you keep bugging me. You keep fucking with me. I'm going to euthanize your ass. <laughs> I'm retired now, though, man. I'm a lover, not a fighter anymore, and an eater. Thank you. Yeah, I'm not a tough guy anymore. Tough guy went out a long time ago. Steven, nice one. Jalen's rookie year over Josh Allen's rookie year. Huh? Huh? Okay. Hey, Xander. You can chew a panga. <laughs> he just said I'm a big eater. Okay. All right. Pie eater? Nah, not so much a pie eater. Big Seals don't like desserts that much. I'm more of a meat dude. Hey, Don. Spaghetti. Internet tough guy, Cilio. You mean like radio tough guy calls in? Hey. Hey, Howard. You think you're some big tough guy talking shit on Ben Simmons, huh? I'll come down there and beat the hell out of you. The guy's five foot six when he shows up to a remote. You're the dude? Dude, you need a you need a Tokyo phone book to look. How many times do you show up at these remotes? And 90% of these guys need Tokyo phone books to look you in the eye. Okay? Hey, dude, stand on a Tokyo phone book before you can look me in the eye. The guy you looked at, that's the guy who's been talking shit to me for the whole year? You? Little Nikki Taylor? <laughs> Nick, you're 5'1". Get on a Tokyo phone book. What are you, crazy? Yeah, oh, you're the guy, man. Talking shit on all the guys. You think you can? I, I, I know I could take you there, Nick. Holy cow. I could take a slingshot and crush you with it. <laughs> um, okay. Oh, Cole. Big Sills is six one and a half. How you doing? Okay. Six one and a half. I know Xander doesn't make me look very tall or very pleasing on, you know, our show here. He's 5'8 in heels. Thanks, Chris. Kiss my ass. This is the holidays. Aren't you supposed to be nice to me? Oi. By the way, please hit <laughs> please hit the like button. These guys are all talking shit on me. Can you, you know, can, here, here, I'm starting to feel this. Sales. Okay, you had your fun with Dallas. Okay, you had your fun with Dallas. He's one of our guys. So he got the shit kicked out of him. Okay. Know this. You talk shit on one of us, you're talking shit on all of us. So, you know, until this guy goes somewhere else, you got to back him here a little bit. Okay. Okay, I'm going to ban Beast. <laughs> Beast, you're getting banned. Mother comment like that, you're getting banned. No cute comments. Okay, no cute. Don't ever tell another guy he looks good. Hey, do you think I look good in this shirt? No, I think you look fat like a frigging jackass in this shirt. Don't ever ask me that. Yeah, don't ever ask a dude, how do I look? Guys are not supposed to ask other guys how they look. That's, that's not happening. Don't ever go, hey, Bob, man, you think these shoes look good on me? 
Dan, what do you think of this shirt? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> what do you want me to say? Yeah, you look handsome in the shirt. <laughs> I can't even do it. No, you look wonderful in that. You look wonderful. Xander, you look wonderful in that Jacob Media shirt. <laughs> Candace, stop it. You guys are going to see. This is perfect right here. This is what Philly's all about right here. Merrill Lynch. And what's the other guy? Rasul Robinson. Holy vey. Oh, my God, man. Two days in a row, man. By the way, they'll never be forget, never be forgiven or forgotten. Is that how it works? These guys are like elephants in here. Rasul Robinson? Like, who's that? <laughs> I don't know. Who's Merrill Lynch? I know it's a firm out of New York that you once, like, maybe worked there. Now it's Bear Stearns. <laughs> you make it, Dan, nervous. Yes, that would make me nervous. Dan, you're cute? Yes, that would. Silio, <laughs> you need rubber bands in your goatee like Lou Albano. God, I love Lou. PA Sports 5 says we need more offensive weapons. Some pass rushers. Seals versus Dallas in a celebrity death match. I'm in for that. I know I beat that guy's ass. Carson Ertz. I'm not supposed to bring up Carson Wentz. By the way, you remind me about what we were going to hit on a little bit in the last hour. Two things that start, start out, right? Next year and eight, before the April draft, free agency and then the draft, right? Where would you go? Watch this. Draft. Free agency. What would you use your money on, veteran-wise, and free agency? Okay? Ariel, I need to stay another, another year or two. I should have. Okay? I, I should have. Oh, boy. Wide receiver. Okay. Then he says, wide receiver, a veteran wideout, a DE, running back, LB. Veteran, veteran wideout, I see wideout a lot. I'm going to agree with that. I'd like to have a veteran wide receiver on that group and in that huddle and in that room. I'd like to have, like, by the way, he doesn't have to be a gigantic playmaker. What he has to be is a guy who's productive, is a professional, and can really bleed into the young dudes. Wow. Chris Goodwin? Is he on a one-year deal with, uh, is he on a one-year deal? Down to Tampa? Is Chris Goodwin, is Chris Godwin, is he on is he on a one-year deal down there? I don't I don't remember what that was, that contract that he signed. I thought it was a one-year contract. Wide watch this wide receiver. I don't want a wide receiver out of the draft. Stop doing that. Stop doing that. French they franchise tagged him, Lenny. Boy, man, Chris Godwin would be. Awesome in a Philadelphia Eagle uniform. But wait a minute now. Let's do this. Before you start talking about wide receivers coming to Philly, 
do you think Jalen Hurts is a big enough selling point for a big-time wide receiver veteran to want to play in Philly? $15 million, Yale? So the wide receiver is going to make more than the starting quarterback. The quarterback's making $1.2 million. And you're going to have a wide out making $15 million? No doubt. Deb says, yes, you, you, you think 3,100 passing yards is going to be enough to attract a big-time wide receiver to Philadelphia. I don't know. I'll tell you, do you know the place to go now is? Where do you think the places are to go if you're a big-time wide receiver? You ready? I don't know if Buffalo's the place. Cincinnati is. Green Bay is. The Chargers are. The Rams are. The Bucks with Brady? After Brady, I don't know. The problem with the Bucks is this. If I'm a wide receiver, I'm not signing a three-year contract to play in Tampa. I don't know if Brady's there three years. You're telling me Kyle Trask is the next guy? I don't know who the fuck Kyle Trask is. I know he was halfway decent at Florida. That's not intriguing to me. If I'm the kid up in Green Bay, by the way, the guy in Green Bay is going to be a free agent at the end of the year. You think you're going to you think you're going to attract that wide receiver in Green Bay to come and play in Philly? Chris, you think Adams is going to be intrigued to come to a place in Philadelphia with 3,125 passing yards? No way. He's looking at Hall of Fame himself. He's not going to come to a place where he's going to get less targets, less yardage. Why would he? You know how these diva wideouts are. But 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 again, yeah, you got to remember something. That doesn't mean you can't win a championship. You know what I'm saying? If you don't have a veteran wideout that is a guy who wants to come because he's looking to get 1,600 yards every year and 100 catches, that doesn't necessarily translate into Super Bowls. Just Mike says Adams will go where Rodgers goes. Probably. Why wouldn't you? I'm going to go where the best signal caller is and where a guy that feels comfortable with me, right? And by the way, it, 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 it doesn't mean that you don't get somebody that could bring a lot. How about this? That A.J. Green. Look what A.J. Green has done to the Cardinals. That was a good sign by them. They had two good signs. Okay? That A.J. Green sign and I think the Connor sign was awesome for Arizona. They've been banged up and they lost um, Hopkins for the last couple of weeks. And that's why that team's walked back a little bit. How about A.B.? Man. A.B.'s looking to get his career regenerated again. Coming to a place where he's not going to... You'd have to pay him six million bucks. And do you feel comfortable giving A.B. six million dollars right now when you know that guy's still a lightning rod? I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Mike Williams of the Chargers? I like him. He was injury prone when he came out of Clemson. 
but he's had a pretty fair career. And I don't know if he's going to be really all that expensive. That's a guy you might want to have in the room. Ariel says Adams is staying. By the way, I agree because I don't think Rodgers is leaving. I just don't think he's leaving. Julio Jones, you think Julio Jones is aggravated being in Tennessee? Depends on how far Tennessee goes. If Julio Jones, and they get, by all reports, Derrick Henry back for the playoffs, remember something. Aren't they a 10 or 11 win football team right now? Aren't they like 10 and 5 or 11 wins or something? Okay, you get Derrick Henry back, and you're like the two or three seed in the AFC playoff race, and you get that horse back? Dude, you could run your way all the way to Los Angeles and play in the Super Bowl. That guy is a bitch. He turns your – and it's been a great coaching job by um, Mike Vrabel. Mike Vrabel has done a hell of a coaching job with that football team. They lost him in week eight, and they're still winning ball games. Vrabel's done a hell of a job. Ryan Tannehill is his quarterback, and they're still winning. It's been remarkable. Okay, it has. So I agree with you. I think free agency-wise, and by the way, don't talk offensive line. Nobody puts good old linemen up in free agency. When's the last free agent offensive lineman you saw where you went, wow. Remember, they had to make a trade for Trent Williams with Washington. Trent Williams just wasn't like a free agent. They made a trade for him. Orlando Brown was traded. He wasn't a free agent. Those great O-linemen are not out there on the open. You never see great O-linemen as free agents because you, you need those guys are as hard to find as offensive quarterbacks. They are so hard to find. Yes. So I would say wide out. I'd like to have another experience running back. Especially a red zone guy. And then I would fill the wide receiver running back. And you know what, too? I would even say this to you guys. How about this? You need to have a lot of smarts at free and strong safety. You can't find that in the draft. Okay? And you see what um, Seattle did with Adams, how much money that they gave away and draft commodity, that was a colossal mistake. Colossal mistake. They gave their future away, and he's underperforming this year. So to me, okay, going in the draft, I need a smart guy back there that knows coverages, that knows defensive schemes. So I'd like to have a veteran, free or strong. And then the rest I fill in with the draft. I don't need to draft another wideout. Okay, stop with the wideouts. Okay, you need to start building that team from the inside out. More inside there. Get Fletcher some help. By the way, you got a decision to be made? Can, can I tell you this? There's a lot of people saying that Jordan Davis is going to be one of the top picks by the Eagles in this upcoming draft. Kid out of Georgia. He's 6'5", 365 pounds. That could be the end of Fletcher. Fletcher will be the highest paid player and is the highest paid player on the Eagles right now. So they're going to save cap space, probably eat a little bit of that money, move him for a three or four. 
you're going to have a 12th pick there. If you move Minshew, you're either going to get a four or five there with that. That's going to be 13 picks that you're going to have three in the first, 50 million in cap space. You're set up for the draft. You're set up for the future. You're set up to be the best team in the NFC East. Let's take a time out. We'll get to your thoughts. Keep it right here. Please hit the like button on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass. Free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Welcome back. National Football Show, your boy, Big Sills. Please hit the like button. You guys destroyed it today. Thank you so much, man. You guys have been great. See, the NFL came down on Brady, kind of. Don't throw our tablet or you'll be fined. Okay. I'm sure he took that to 
to heart. The next time Brady gets shut out, I'm sure he'll take that to heart. League informed him if you break another tablet, you know, he'll be fined. Jesus, gravity. The, the league is so petty. Really. You know, and, and, and like I say about this COVID stuff, please stop with it. I'm supposed to believe that the NFL cares about guys getting the sniffles. And they don't care about brain injuries or concussions. <laughs> Holy shit. They're the biggest bullshit artist on the planet. They will always be. And what they have is all the networks to facilitate, you know, their narrative. Like Joe Buck a couple, what was it, a week ago? Well, the guy got knocked out in the Rams game. It must have been the reason he was shaking because it's cold out. <laughs> no. Maybe he got hockey knocked out because he got hit hard. It's a head injury. Wake up, dude. Oh, that's right. You probably got a memo. Don't Don't talk about head injuries. Okay. Yeah, whatever, guy. <laughs> We're holding him out because he's got symptoms. Since when? It's all PR, man. It's all window dressing. This COVID stuff is window dressing. These guys don't give a shit about it. They want to look good in the public because they want advertisers to feel comfortable. You think, think about this for a minute. So you're paying a quarterback $35 million a year to sit on his ass and he's healthy and he can't play for what reason? Oh, you get more in PR coverage from all the networks that are saying you're doing the right thing public. Oh, I see. It gives a nice shine to our league. Okay. Yeah, that's it. They're more, they're more impressed with the PR look than they are with the reality look. 99% of the league is vaccinated with a booster. And they're still holding guys out. Full salary, too. Think those owners? Those owners have come. 30, those 30, 32 sharks have done this. We're going to get a better spin from places like CNN and Fox, CBS News, MSNBC, and all these places like that if we have the illusion that we're caring about this COVID outbreak. That's all they're doing it for. You're holding a guy making $38 million out of a game, and he's healthy. Since when has that been a fact, a fashion statement by the league? When they've been pushing guys out for the last 100 years. Get out there, kid. Can you go? Oh, yeah, I could go. You just had surgery Tuesday. I know, but I'll go. I blew my knee out in St. Louis. When I was playing against, believe it or not, the Cardinals. I had a knee scope on Tuesday. I played that Sunday because they told me, hey, can you go? Yeah, I could go. Of course, I was hurting. Didn't matter. Tape it up. Let's go. But that's changed. <laughs> oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> Don't believe these people, man. Don't believe it. They're doing it for window dressing. I told you what the story was in Green Bay. Aaron Andrews doing that social distancing interview, and then when she thought the cameras were off, she hugged him. Yeah, that looked well. That was a good look for Fox. <laughs> oh, okay. The cameras aren't on me. Aaron, great job. 
All right. Let's move on because that's people are falling asleep, including me. Top 10 teams in the NFL right now. By the way, you tell me if the Eagles deserve to be in this. I'll go from 10 up. Okay? You caught that, Shakur? Right? Right? I was like, you hugged him? Two seconds after the interview, she hugged him. I'm like, with the no mask. And I'm like, oh, okay. Here's 10. Here's my top 10 NFL teams. Patriots, 9-6. Bengals, 9 at 9-6. Bills are 8 at 9-6. Colts are 7 at 9-6. I got the Titans at 6 at 10-5. I got the Buccaneers 5th at 11-4. I got the Cowboys fourth at 11 and four. I've got the Rams third at 11 and four. I got the Chiefs two at 11 and four. I got the Packers number one at 12 and three. To recap, my top 10 teams Patriots, Bengals, Bills, Colts, Titans at six. Five is Bucks, four is Cowboys, Rams three, Chiefs two, Packers are one. I got the Eagles at 14. 14 out of 32, guys. Okay? 14 out of, remember, seven teams from each conference make it to the playoffs, so they're a playoff team. Being 14 is not bad, means you're a postseason opponent. And anything can happen in the postseason. And by the way, you could drastically move yourself up, especially if the Patriots continue to fade here at the end here. The Bills walk back from being who they were this past weekend against the Patriots. The Colts, they may drop that game versus the Raiders if Wentz doesn't play. The Titans have been a surprise. They could lose at any time. The Buccaneers were shut out two weeks ago by that shitty Saints team. That looked awful against the Miami Dolphins last night. The Rams can be run off the carpet. The Cowboys, because they beat a team that has surrendered in Washington, who knows what they look like. I believe they have Arizona this weekend. How about that? Arizona's not in the top 10 now. huh? And the two teams that have been playing the best football for the last two months has been Chiefs and Packers. That could be your Super Bowl. Is that is that a... Um, is that a Super Bowl run one rematch? Or was it Raiders and Packers? I don't remember. Was it Chiefs Chiefs and Packers? I think we're in Super Bowl one. I know it was the Raiders and the Chiefs were in the first two Super Bowls against the Packers. Okay. So yeah, it's something like that. But the Chiefs have been playing better football, and it's all coming down to the fact that they're playing better defense. Chris Johnson's finally showed up. And do not be surprised because I'll tell you this, Super Bowl one, thank you, Smile. Okay? And the Packer defense <laughs> with Rasul. How about I leave it there? Okay. Let me, let me, let me, let me just stop with that guy before I kill myself. Okay. Oh. <laughs> Merrill Lynch. 
Rasul Robinson. Oh, God. You know, I've got some of the most useless stats of all time in my brain. God knows, man, what's up with that. God forbid me. But this can change here. Fresh Prince says, stop making excuses for the Eagles. We're not good because the first eight games showed us who we were. No, I don't agree with that, 215. I think you play better towards the end of the year, and that defines who you are. You had a brand-new coach and a brand-new system at the beginning of the year, guys. Didn't you think it was going to take a couple baby steps to catch yourself and gather yourself? How do you not think that? You move it. Hey, you think moving into a new say say you got a new job and you go into your new place. You think you're just going to all of a sudden have a seamless transition and things are going to go smooth? Come on, man. How do you how do you think that? Not everything is Tom Brady. And by the way, that didn't go smooth. They were 7 and 5. Remember when LeBron James went down to Miami? And what what was that team? They were like 10 and 9 before they went on a championship run. They they were not getting it together. Look at the Brooklyn Nets last year. They put all those stars together. Didn't matter. They put the wrong stars together because Kyrie's a snowflake and a weirdo. And then you got a burner account KD. And you got fathead James Harden. That was never going to work. Those are the wrong three. Okay, I mean, you, you've 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 got to learn one another. Your mannerisms, how you run a team. Oh, Cole, it's all good. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. People are, you know, we don't. Guy makes a, a a bad take, but the first eight games of the year, man, those guys were getting to know one another. Okay. Eagle Empire says first eight games with a whole new staff. Dude, I, I, I hey, and a new system, new terminology. All of that, different responsibilities. Fletcher Cox came out and said, I, I don't know, man. This is way different than Jim Schwartz. Another one of the better units. Uh, since, by the way, the Eagle defense has been one of the top units since week eight moving forward. Andrew says Kyrie did nothing wrong. No. Just thinking that the world's flat. <laughs> I'm not talking about him. And his vaccination thing, I'm, uh, that's that's his decision to make. Okay? Lou Albano, best take of today. Thank you. Yeah, okay, Chris. Don't call me cute again. Okay? Hey, forte time. Fertilizer takes time. <laughs> um, yeah, no, I agree with you, Yale. I think, <laughs> yeah. Lauren says it's going to be a State Farm Super Bowl. Oh, my God. We're going to have to see those two guys. That's right. Patrick Mahomes. At least I won't have to see the progressive guy anymore. I can't wait for that guy to go away. And he's playing for the Toronto Argonauts. Yeah, hey, the next time you're going to see, what's that place up in, um, what's that place in Canada? Oh, yeah, you know what the next time you're going to see Baker Mayfield? He's going to be doing Tim Horton commercials. Hey, make sure you stop by Tim Hortons. One of the best eateries around. Yeah, it's right here in Nova Scotia and over in Saskatchewan near Regina. That's Regina, by the way, President Trump. It's Regina, not Regina. It's Regina. Thank you. No, 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 no. It's China. 
China, dog. China. <laughs> China. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's going to be a an alouette. <laughs> or what's the other guys up there? Oh, uh, yeah. No, he, he he's not going to be an Edmonton Eskimo anymore because they think that's racist. Whatever. I get it. Okay. Sure. All right. Oh, yeah. BC Lion. <laughs> and I, I, by the way, oh, my God. I got to show you guys this. So you know I'm not goofing on them. So you know that I really – hey, wait a minute. So you know that I like the Canadian Football League. I think you guys are going to like this. Okay. So check it out. I found this the other day. So listen to this. I was offered a two-year contract, a Canadian contract, two years. What's the money? Holy Jesus. Look at the money. 55 grand Canadian money. You see that? 55 grand. Can you see the 55 grand? Canadian money? Two-year contract with an option. Then I was also offered a Toronto Argonauts contract, contract in place. So the Canadian Football League offered me another contract. I ended up signing. See, here's the here's the Saskatchewan. Congratulations. I decided not to. I said, nah, big sills and snow drifts is not working for me. And then I decided to do this. I played in Vegas. And I wanted to play for Ron Meyer. So I played for the Las Vegas Posse. And that's my claim to fame as a Canadian football player. I played a couple games up there in Canada and went, nah, I don't think so. Yeah. So I was offered three contracts and I played for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm an NFL and CFL alum. Okay, guys, that's like 24K here. Thank you. We're in Philly, maybe. Right? What's gas? 17 bucks? <laughs> a loaf of bread's 18. Can't even buy my eggs in Philly anymore. Canadian bacon. Thank you. Thank you, old Cole. Played in Mexico. Be a million pesos. Thank you. <laughs> this is just, I'm not doing that anymore. Screw you guys. Screw it. Not happening. Ugh. See, I'm, I think, hey, get this. That's cute. Camden. What did I tell you about that? Cute. I ever tell a guy he's cute. Oh, Saint, I noticed that. I haven't said shit about that. I love the end racing signs in the football games. Don't even think about race until I see it. Good advertising. <laughs> or on the back of the helmets. Right? Oh, hey, is that? I wonder if that is a direct thing to John Gruden. Had they had those the whole year? Okay, Beast. Las Vegas Posse? Wasn't that a girls' football league? Okay. 
<laughs> no, they're not. No, Lawrence. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Lamar says, yes, I know, Lamar. Half these guys got cut by their little leagues. <laughs> no way, man. You're in here with us, man. Hey, as far as I'm concerned, we're all in this together having a fun time. I don't get, hey, I don't get twisted like that. Okay? I don't get twisted like that. Dude, we don't get twisted like that, man. <laughs> Xander's like, hey, wait a minute. I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. Big Seal's about to break some kneecaps. No, no, what's the guy in Detroit said? Eat some kneecaps? Let me take a time out here, man. Hey, you guys have been great. We've had a lot of fun today, man. Isn't it great being eight and seven talking playoffs and such? I think it's awesome. Guys, please hit the like button. You've been sensational today. Thank you so much. Having a boatload of fun with you guys today. And by the way, all good. Everything is great. We keep it right here on the National Football Show. This is Joe Krause of Krause's Coats inviting you to donate a slightly worn coat or jacket and help veterans stay warm this winter. Go to Krause's Coats on Facebook to help those who've served. Have a happy holiday. At Stateside Vodka, every new customer gets the world's best rocks glass, free. What's that? Uh, a rocks glass? You're telling me that bottle is cut in half? You could say that. Holy shit. And you're telling me I can get one of these glasses for free? That's right. One free rocks glass per customer with each first-time purchase of Stateside Vodka. So good, it just disappears. The city of Philadelphia sparkles during the Christmas holiday season with an array of colorful light displays and illuminated Christmas trees donated or installed for free by the talented electricians of IBEW Local 98. To learn more about who we are, what we do, and career opportunities at IBEW Local 98, visit us at www.ibew98.org. Field of life. First Trust Bank is there for you. Because Philadelphia dreams deserve a Philadelphia bank. As a hardworking American, you've never experienced how tough life can be until now. A catastrophic injury while working on the job. A personal injury from someone else's negligence. Turned away by other law firms in the region who didn't bother to learn your story. It's time to meet the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm and managing partner Brian Fritz. Badly injured? Call the Fritz and Beyond Cooley Law Firm. Find out why they say, we got this. Go for the midnight dares. Go for the game. Go for the hits. 
Go for the fans. Go for the win. Go to Ocean Casino Resort. Book your trip at theoceanac.com. Dan Cilio, National Football Show. East Candon's like my grandfather. That was a contract <laughs> to football league. Uh, please hit the like button. Yeah, I see what you can't do in places like South Philly, Philly, New York, Boston, or an Italian family. You can't toot your horn. And you want to know something about the Krauses, too? Don't, don't, don't throw any kudos at them. Thank yous. And, okay, guy, great. Yeah, all right. It's so Philly. Oh. You, you know how they say the map of Sicily's on my face? The map of Philly's on their face. No, no, no. Okay, great. Okay. What do you want me to do? So, here, here's Xander after, like, the show. Hey, so yeah, he goes like this. What do you want me to do? Tell you it was a good show? What the hell do you want? No, I don't want nothing from you, guy. <laughs> I, I, I don't want nothing from no, no, What do you want me to do? Tell you what, what, seriously, you need to be stroked like that. I don't need to be anything like that. <laughs> Lenny, thank you, man. Holy cow. Yo, no, the Krauses have that too. I sent something like the big Joe. I say, yeah, yeah, all right, guy, whatever. Get me Frank Wright. You know, I'm going like, oh, I know, I know. You got old. This guy's got half a team on the COVID list. I know I'm working on it. I love him, though, man. It's all good. Sills, you need your own YouTube channel. Do I look like a guy that knows how to run a YouTube channel? Are you kidding? Do you know how many times I have to restart my freaking computer every time I go on with you guys? Okay, when I was in radio, all I knew was the red button. Hey, right, that thing? Okay, that thing there? All right, good. Okay. <laughs> oh, Cole. No, no, no. I don't want it, and I don't need it. Hey, Frankie Coffee Cakes. I'm not going to roll the dice with that guy's face down there. Get him out of here. Put him in the bathroom. No, no. Not going to have him roll the dice looking at that face. Get him in the bathroom. Get him in. I don't, get him in there. I got $500. I don't care what you got. Oh, podcast? I don't, hey, I couldn't tell you the difference between a podcast and like a, a mic, I, I don't know what a podcast is, man. Do I, I don't know that shit. No, I, I, by the way, I tweeted something out like that once. Big Joe came on me going, oh, this is a network here, guy. Saying a pie, what, what are you talking about? Uh. <laughs> I got undressed for it. Still, still using Nokia. No, no, no. Hey, MySpace, I just got rid of a year ago. Okay. You know, I know. Hey, fresh breads. I'm, my daughter goes like this. By the way, I learned something on Twitch. Okay, I got like a Twitch account, you know? And so what is that thing called? Bombarding? So you guys are never going to believe. Who is, what's his name? The running back for the Chargers. What's the guy's name who's the running back? Um, Eckler. Oh, God. The running back for the Chargers. I forget his name. So all of a sudden, yes, Eckler. Okay. 
he comes on my Twitch channel. My daughter's like friends, like kind of watch the channel sometimes, you know, when I'm on it. And I'm getting bombarded. And there's thousands of people. I thought they were pranking me. All of a sudden, I kind of like this. I, I did. I, I, I closed the channel down. And then he, Austin, Austin Eckler, that's it. And then he like sends me a message and he goes, hey, man, I was just trying to help your channel out. And I'm like, oh, my God. Tried calling into the show. He goes, I really love what you do. And holy cow, man, I had to apologize. So my daughter comes running down going, dad, don't be a jackass. Are you kidding me? You got bombarded. That's the best thing that could ever happen to your channel. How do I know that? Read a book. <laughs> I was like, oh, well, usually when you get pranked, she's like, usually, well, dad, you know, you're back in the day when radio was still on a tower. Things are done on the internet. And I'm like, oh God, I don't know shit, man. Oh, I got, oh dude, he was so cool to me too, man. Yeah, that's it. It's called, that's it, Eagle. It's called a raid. That's what it was. That's what it was. It was a raid, right? That's right. Thank you, bro. And they, they raided my, oh man, there were thousands of, I mean, we had like 20,000 people on that night. And I'm sitting there going like, holy, and, and it was all because of this guy, the Chargers running back. He called into the show. We hung, I hung up on him. Oh, <laughs> oh man. Hey, big Chris, kiss my ass. <laughs> A raid. That's Eddie. It was so cool, man. Yeah. We've become friends ever since then, man. I really liked the guy. Then again, we've had the Charger general manager on. They've kind of walked backwards a little bit. They've had some horrible losses over the last month. I thought they were going to be a player too. Okay, I really did. Seals, who do you have the Eagles playing round one? Best guess. That's a good take. Lenny, um, if, I, if I were going to put money on this right now, I think it's going to be Dallas-Dallas. Okay, because I think Dallas is in the two-hole. And with the buy that Green Bay gets, I think they played right now. Wouldn't Dallas play the Eagles if everything finishes up the way it does? Wouldn't 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 Dallas play the Eagles? I think it would be the Cowboys. So you'd get Cowboys for 120 minutes of football. Okay. Fly says if they make it, uh, you know. Take care of business these next two weeks. I don't know what Dallas is going to do because I think Dallas is still playing for seeding. Who's in the three? I, aren't the Bucks? It's either Bucks or Rams that are in the three hole. I think the Bucks or Rams are in the three hole right now. Yeah. Hey, you imagine beating Dallas twice in a row? Holy criminy, man. Would that not be awesome? And you end their season and send that sorry-ass team home. I'm sorry, but I, I don't believe in the Cowboys. I did early. Then I realized, you know what? What I'm seeing with Dak, I went like this. Rams are in three. Okay. As Bart Scott would say, can't wait. Wow. That would be awesome, man. That would be – you, you played Dallas two games in a row. And you get a chance to kick their ass twice. 
go go 2-0 and to end the season. Armand says paper champions. You know what I would say to you? Saint, I would say this. The Cowboys are media champions. Don't you think? They're media champions. Big Chris, who's Stephen A? <laughs> Never heard of him. <laughs> Guy makes $10 million a year, though. How you doing? <laughs> right? <clears throat> yeah, marketing champs. Yeah, they're the media champions. I, hey, right? Because you got people around knowing that every time you talk about the Cowboys, you get ratings. <clears throat> because the Cowboys are, for whatever reason, one of the highest rated sports teams in the world, next to Man U. And it always gives them the opportunity to get really great numbers. That's why people bring them up. They bring, here, you want to know a sports show nationally? Cowboys, LeBron, who else? Uh, crap on the Patriots. Say something terrible about Philly. That's about it, really, right now, right? That That's your sports show nationally. Not too hard. All right, guys. Another great day, man. Thank you so much. You guys have been a lot of fun. We had some fun today, didn't we? Yeah, you know, first of the year is coming up this weekend. Big Sills' birthday is coming up this weekend. I'm looking forward to that. Let's spend the time with my family. I love my family. Been together 33 years, so we're all excited about that. My wife and I. Can you believe that? Big Sills has been married 33 years. Pretty crazy. Anyway. Thank you again. Hit the like button till tomorrow, 4 to 6 Eastern time. Hopefully, we're going to get Phil Sims tomorrow. We're working on Phil. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Till tomorrow, see you on the flip side. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.